This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's that time. Hey, Mitch. Mitchie. Mitchie, Mitchie, Mitchie. We're looking for you, pal. Mitch Sherman from The Athletic, talking big red. Unleash the fury, Mitch. Unleash the fury! On Hail Varsity Radio. Coming up, uh, longtime Harbaugh assistant, Husker Hall of Famer Tom Rathman on the way. We welcome in Mitch Sherman from The Athletic at Mitch Sherman. It's where you find and follow him. Mitch, how are we doing? Doing well. Doing well. Making it through the week. How are you? Same. We're talking here about uh, outcomes for Saturday. And, and I know, Mitch, I want to start off with a story you wrote over the weekend on The Athletic about Nebraska's offense and, and the crossroads part of things because you're seeing, well, Nebraska finding ways with the offense, with the option, with the quarterback run, and I'm wondering its application for Saturday. Yeah, it's an evolution, as Heinrich Harburg said in the postgame interviews, what's happened with this offense. And, and, you know, Marcus Satterfield talked today about how he's never been around the option and didn't spend time practicing and teaching the option in the summer when it looked like this Nebraska offense was going to have some different pieces, some, some bigger pieces in the past game than what it's got as we sit here heading into week five against Michigan. So I, I think you can see, people can see the direction that this offense is headed. And, and you know, if you can't, it's, it's what you saw in the second half as Nebraska pulled away from Louisiana Tech. That's their strength. You know, whether it's best suited to be able to beat Michigan or not, and I would maybe say not, it's the, it's the thing that works for Nebraska right now with the personnel that it has. So you have to think about this game and what you're doing here in week five with an eye also on how to get better beyond the Michigan week. And, and that means preparing for the rest of the Big Ten and, and trying to get to that six-win plateau that can allow Nebraska to practice into December and make it over the hurdle to get to a, get to a bowl game. It's Mitch Sherman with us here on Hale Varsity Radio looking ahead Nebraska-Michigan on Saturday. And Mitch, if, if the, the win isn't the most important part of Saturday, what do you think is specifically from an offensive point of view? Because you have a feeling looking at this one, how Michigan's defense, how dominant they are, I should say, that Nebraska's offense is going to have some struggles based on what we've seen so far this year. So what would a successful day for the Husker offense be if we're looking forward in the, the longer, grander scheme of the season? Sure. Sure, I don't think that they're going to see it as successful if they do anything other than win. That, that's, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a rally cry for this team, um, and they're, they're not, they're not going to go back on that. You know, a, a one-point loss is a loss, and I think that's a, that's – that's an attitude that, you know, and Nebraska has said that before in past years. They've not talked about moral victories, so I don't want to make it seem like they have, but I think it's been, it's been reinstilled 
by Matt Rule to to require a standard in this program that Nebraska plays to. So I'll say that up front. But I do think that there are things that can come out of this game that would help Nebraska in the weeks ahead, even if it loses. It's not the intended or desired outcome. It's not something they'll be happy with. But maybe in looking back on the Michigan game, if they get to November and they're in a good spot to make a bowl game, they would say if they stand up with Michigan and put up a fight and show that they're ready to be a physical team right now in the Big Ten, if they continue to do the 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 uh, the, the core principle um, th- things that they've done in the first four games, and that's run the ball well and 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 slow down the opposing team's run, then I think that will that will help build some confidence. That will help them against Illinois and Purdue and Northwestern coming up. Uh, so you know that's that's those are those items are, are certainly not the objectives and the goals as they state them heading towards Saturday. But there are things, yeah, that can come out of this that benefit Nebraska, even if it's two and three as we move into into week six. There is a a short-term and and long-term outlook for sure with the season and then one week. That said, we were just talking about how two years ago it was one of the more electric night atmospheres with an almost, right, against a – college football playoff team and I know Rule and crew aren't aren't rearview mirror but you you now have number two coming in it's not a night game it's a 230 but the, the the fan base right now just the the lack of buzz for this thing when I mean Nebraska's not had Michigan in town that often I think twice is it uh in in its it's history in the Big Ten, so here comes Michigan a third time before things really get crazy without divisions, and and they're number two. They're 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 a title favorite uh, up there with Georgia, and the the feel right now is just don't get embarrassed. That's kind of the the feel from from the fan base, at least the feedback we've gotten, or quite frankly that you're afraid to watch Saturday just because of how inconsistent or inept the offense has been, Mitch. Yeah, I think there is that general feeling, and you know, I think that that stems from the way that Nebraska has played offensively all year, but mainly in those first two games when the turnovers were coming in bunches. If Nebraska can take care of the ball, I do think that they play a style that would prevent an embarrassment. Um, it could still happen, and you saw Iowa get embarrassed with the similar style of play, and, and in the, the the play numbers were just eye-popping the number of total plays run in that Penn State Iowa game on Saturday night it was in the 90s for Penn State and the 30s for Iowa so that's a team in Iowa that's trying to slow it down and trying to uh, keep it methodical and keep things close so that they can be in the game in the fourth quarter and then it got out of hand and it doesn't usually happen to Iowa that way it's it's, those are those are rare games it's there's some things that that Matt Rule has emulated. There's some things that he takes, you know, from that Iowa kind of style. Not at, not in terms of the offensive production, but just in, as far as the methodical nature of using the play clock and going into a huddle and trying to keep his team in games when it doesn't have the the edge in talent with its offense. And that's going to be one of the 
objectives. It's part of the game plan, I'm sure, going into Saturday against Michigan is to keep it close. And if you can find a way to hang around into the second half, then it becomes a much shorter game. That's what happened two years ago in Lincoln. I'm not projecting that this time around, but uh, it, you know, it has to be what Nebraska's thinking as the, the hours tick away until kickoff. Mitch Sherman's with us here talking Nebraska-Michigan on Hale Varsity Radio. And Mitch, you talk about the Iowa performance against Penn State. I want to quickly get your thoughts on what we've seen thus far in both the Big Ten East and the Big Ten West. Not to zoom out from the Michigan game too much, but it seems to be a, a three-horse race in the East with Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State. I want to get your thoughts on just which of those teams has been most impressive to you to start the year. And then over in the Big Ten West, it's another year of, of wide openness in the Big Ten West. And I want to get your thoughts on where Nebraska stands in those Big Ten West standings because it kind of feels like it could be anyone's show in the Big Ten West this year. Right. Well, in the East first, you know, don't kick Maryland out until they until they do it themselves. And I fully expect that that'll happen. <laughs> you, know, the, the, you know, the cream will, will separate. But Maryland's looks pretty good, and they're going to get their opportunity against all three of those big dogs. Right now, Penn State has been the best team. And I realize that Michigan is the highest ranked, and that Ohio State has the best win now with a victory at Notre Dame on on Saturday night. But Penn State has been the most consistent team, the closest to dominant that I've seen when I've watched all three of these Big Ten East monsters go at it. So, you know, I'll stick with my preseason prediction on on those teams was that they would go one and one all all three against each other, and I'm I'm sticking with that right now and if that's the case you know you get down to tiebreakers and and you know is there is there a team among the three that slips somewhere else in the conference i think there's an opportunity there's a chance that ohio state could slip somewhere else just because they haven't looked um they haven't looked as dominant but maybe they'll get their get their mojo back now that they escaped south bend with that win in the in the last in the last minute the last second of that game saturday night in the west you know wisconsin to me Based on the the victory at Purdue um, last Friday, you know I put them at the top, but it's you know it's um, it's not like steady ground that they're on. They they have a a bad loss uh, to Washington State, which is a ranked team, but it, it didn't happen in the way that you would you would expect to see from Wisconsin. Minnesota's been been pretty bad um, and and really bad. In, in losing to Northwestern. I don't think that that is a sign Northwestern is a contender in the division. You saw what happened to Iowa. Illinois and Purdue don't look like juggernauts at all. So, you know, where does Nebraska fit? I mean, if Nebraska had won the game at Minnesota on August 31st, you know, even, even with an expected loss against Michigan, I'd say the Huskers were potentially right in it and somewhat controlled their own destiny. But it's tough to start 0-2 if that, in fact, is the case after Saturday in the Big Ten and claw your way back into a division race, even if it is a division race in the Big Ten West that's going to um, crown a champion with, with likely more than two conference defeats. I mean, mathematically, Nebraska will still be alive, but the margin for error is really slim, and I don't think that this is a Nebraska team that can withstand a margin for error that's really slim. So probably not this year, Nebraska, to, to go – to go play in the Big Ten championship, and after this year, you know you got to be one of the top two teams in the league. So uh, Matt Rule and his staff will have their work cut out for them to uh, to get to one of those games. Mitch Sherman's with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Mitch with the Athletic at Mitch Sherman. Mitch, before we say goodbye, 
What what if you have to pick something that you're confident in with Nebraska's offense? What is it Saturday? What can they do uh, against Michigan? What what's what's possible? Well, um, that's a great question. They're going to try to be physical, mm-hmm. and you know I, I think that Nebraska as an offensive line, even against a great defense like Michigan, I think that they have an ability. I think they, I don't see them getting overwhelmed mm-hmm. in in the run game. Is it going to be enough to score a bunch of points? No, but I, I think there's an opportunity for Nebraska to get some first down in this game to move the chains. If Anthony Grant uh, is is at his at at it, you know if he's got his A game going. Michigan hasn't been uh, in the, the Georgia from the college football playoff last year. I mean, they have it in them to be maybe the best defense or one of the best two defenses in this in this country, but they haven't been dominant for 60 minutes every time that they, that they've played this year. So I'm not confident really in a lot of much of anything, uh, Chris, about what Nebraska is going to do offensively. But I, I'm confident that they're going to try to run the ball, and I think that. You know, for a portion of this game, you may see them have enough success just to keep Michigan from uh, from running away and, and with from from you know getting the ball back after every three or four plays for Nebraska and just putting that game out of reach in the first half. Mitch, we'll talk on Saturday, bud. Thanks for the time. Okay, thanks a lot. Take care.